Today is Thursday, August 17th, 2017. This is episode 49 of Maelstrom Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Flatus and Shinder. Welcome everybody to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Flatus. With me, as always, this host, Spirit Animal, is the beaver, but he doesn't give a damn. It's Shin. That was awesome. You're welcome. That was a great one. Yeah. You know, next week, who, well, next week, next week. Oh, by the way, this is episode 49 of Maelstrom Radio. Uh, So, you know, if you've been with us since day one, why? <laughs> but if you have, uh, I want to thank you all for uh, hanging out uh, with us. And uh, if you were here last week and you don't hear Shin, a Shin Echo, that's good because uh, I, I should have fixed all the audio problems. So I, I also shouldn't be peaking this time around. Everything should be pumping correctly through things correctly and all that fun stuff. So um, thank you. Uh, also, uh, oh yeah, episode 50, episode 50 should be next week, uh, we'll tweet out the day, it's probably gonna be a weekend, because we want people to call in, and we want everybody from the East and West Coast to come out and hang out with us, uh, not just East Coast. Mostly the East Coast, though, because we're cooler. Are you trying to say that, because I'm trying to move out to the West Coast, and then when I'm out there, it's not as cool? No, but I will give you shit when you're up on the West Coast. Oh. Motherfucker, you, you, you gotta fly out there on occasion. On the upside, we'll hang out more, because you'll be out there. Depends on where you end up on the West Coast. The West Coast is pretty big. Kind of like the East Coast, we both live here, yet are quite far away. Uh, I'm looking at the Lalay area. A lot don't go area. there too often. You don't, but I know you 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 will visit there. It, bro, it's not like I could I couldn't hop on a plane and be up in the Bay Area in like an, three hours or whatever. How no less probably hour and a half, hour, hour forty five. Hour, yeah, I was gonna say about like almost two hours. And then we can go tear up the Bay Area. I got I know people in the Bay Area. The Steamworks is in the Bay Area. They might throw us in there if you don't know what this is. <laughs> I just, oh boy, there's gonna be a bunch. <laughs> uh, if you don't know what the Steamworks is, <laughs> uh, go Google that, I guess. <laughs> it's a, uh oh, did you not hit a button? I don't hear you. I saw your lips move, but I just didn't hear you. Is it working now? Yeah, you're fine. No, you're good. All right, I was, I hit a thing, yeah. Yeah, okay. Don't ask. 
don't, oh, don't ask what the Steamworks is. Listen, when you see a building that has no windows and just the Steamworks, you can kind of guess what's going on on the inside. Uh, alright. I'm not, listen, I'm not gonna drop, like, major clues. I'm just saying, you'll see only men going into that joint. It's an exclusive workout club. Listen, can't, can't. What, are we, what do we do here? What's, what's our show about? We're, we're all off the thing. We have um, news, news. What happened this week? Uh, well, I don't know. I've been out of the loop, so like, you got, yeah, you have. Half. Yeah, really. Like patch notes or something, wasn't there? Kind of. There wasn't. Listen, some. Uh, if you were DPS, you got buffed. Except for Ninja, nobody, nobody fucking cares about Ninja. No drugs. Yeah. Uh, the feast season five started. Uh, so if you've been watching our streams lately, which is me streaming usually. Uh, and I've been playing Final Fantasy. I've been mostly PvPing, doing the feast, and I'm having a blast playing the feast PvP. Uh, my I have issues with feast PvP and how it works, sort of. I I, I get all right. Not that we have PvP down. There. Do we have it down there? We don't. We do not. Uh, no, I mean. We can add it in later if we get through the news fast. All right. Well, fuck it. I'll talk about it down there. All right. <laughs> I got. Uh, listen, I have comments. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right. And also, oh, they just recapped the live, the last live letter. Nothing major. N nothing big going on. Uh, also, the new story of the storm or whatever the hell it's called. Tales of the Storm. Uh, the second story has been released. Uh, next week will be the third. And then the final week of August will be the fourth. Uh, so... Go have at it. Go do the thing. There, apparently, there's a picture of. Do the thing. Yeah, there's a picture of Alice a, uh, and, uh, y you know, Lise and, uh, damn it, what the hell? Oh, is is that the one where they're all having tea? Yeah, they're fucking, <laughs> fucking tea party, and they're trying to figure out who took the picture. I just said Lise used G pose, which makes the most sense. Or it's Alfie. But he's too busy holding yeah. a sign that says, you know, screw Estinian or whatever. I think he's just, I think he's just mad. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, last week we were talking about improving Final Fantasy 14. And so we didn't finish. Because <laughs> who knew that that was going to be more than one episode of Never? <laughs> so this week, we're going to, we're going to continue our talks of, uh, you know, doing the whole uh, improving of Final Fantasy XIV. Now, is this, are these improvements needed? Yes. Yeah. They are. Just, they are needed. Some of them. Uh, yeah. Something needs to change. Maybe something. not these specifically, but something. No, yeah, something needs to change. Because, listen, when I have people DMing me saying, listen, I, I'm out, I deleted my character. Although... A day, two days later, he came back. He's like, "Fucking restored my character. I'm a weak man." I love you. I love you, Donk. Wherever you are right now, you, you poor bastard. Anyway, let's continue. Last off, we left. Uh, we last week we left off with dungeons, and the last thing we didn't really talk about were puzzle dungeons because I think that we wanted to. We didn't want to just talk about it and just to skate over it and then not. It, like do it justice because we we Shin and I both agree puzzle dungeons can be a thing. <laughs> they would be kind of an amazing thing, and I don't want to dig into it actually too much tonight because I think we could probably do an almost an entire episode around this concept. 
um, because I think it's actually a really, really cool concept and it could work really, really well. Uh, we would just have to adjust it a little bit for the MMO genre as opposed to traditional RPGs. And I, for those who aren't familiar or haven't heard us talk about Pretzel Dungeons before, we're talking about things um, kind of similar to what the Deep Dungeon started. Um, possibility with like randomized dungeons, randomized floor sets, tiles, uh, or but having puzzles to get through them as opposed to just killing things by themselves. Uh, so that could be uh, stuff like moving blocks or jumping puzzles or like very or exploring different areas or uh, a whole bunch of different uh, almost mini game style type things and this has been seen in a lot of other games such as uh, lufia was a really major one uh, final fantasy historically has also had puzzle uh, puzzles within it um near and dear to myself the zelda series has lots of them so like it, it is a very very tried and true formula for engaging players and getting them involved in doing things and we have seen some of that kind of start to come through it lately especially with like Barton's metal and uh going through all of that and mechanics boss but i would like to see it taken even one or ten steps further and even if it's not the same dungeon system or working at the current dungeon system i'd like to see maybe an evolution a combination of the deep dungeon and uh, these puzzles to bring something completely new to the system. And I I couldn't agree more. Uh, I mean, it, it's kind of weird thinking like you think about like the past in the Final Fantasy series and you know there's like puzzles or things that you had to uh, like things you had to get to unlock new areas and stuff like that. Like these are things that we could easily put into the the, the dungeons to make them feel fresh and new. Even it's stuff that's hidden or that resets or like we said, the resetting of tiles and everything like that would be super interesting. Um, I even like a little bit of the Final Fantasy 15 system where parts of the dungeon are are, are uh, not open to you right away. Um, and you'd have to go back to explore other like lower levels of the dungeon. That even to me is inter an interesting concept that not maybe not this expansion but maybe something they could look at because right now i think even if the, i don't think they could even add it through the patch series because that's something like uh, on a whole new level almost almost deep dungeon -esque. yeah i think it's similar to deep dungeon there but it's almost like we need a, a tiered dungeon system so like you've completed the first tier of this dungeon and then you can either run that tier again or you can attempt for tier two which is the first part plus the next section and kind of like what we do with raids where uh you can queue for raids uh are different uh, people trying to diff do different parts of the raids. Like for example, people that want to farm it or people that want to do a clear or who want to practice. Like because we can choose that in our party finder now or the raid finder, uh, it'd be kind of cool to see that expand over into dungeons where you can say, I want to do this part of the dungeon or I want to do this section of the dungeon like or have like a much larger area. Uh, real quick, a canon chat says, I've played numerous MMO and puzzles in dungeons always makes you makes you think it, and it's super fun, but it won't cater to the instant gratification crowd. And that's the way games in general are going. So I don't know if that would fly, but I would absolutely, uh, I'm assuming he meant love it if they did do it. Um, <clears throat> the thing is that I, I get that there's an instant gratification crowd. Now, here's the deal. If you know, it's it's all about incentive, right? Like you you're not going to put in work into something that you're not going to be incentivized for doing, 
Um, you can make the the tiered system. You can make a puzzle system in dungeons. And as long as you're getting something out of it that is worth your time and putting in, people are going to do it. Now, are there are there still going to be those outside options that Final Fantasy can have, like the tome system and everything else that that people that are just going to go want to run in and do a dungeon and collect, collect tomes? Yes, and I don't see that being any different. But why not have both? You can cater to both. And I don't think I don't understand why you'd say it doesn't cater to the instant gratification crowd. I don't think this is any different inherently than a uh, dungeon where you walk in and you go and you kill creatures or you go and you kill all the bosses. Like there is nothing different about it or like time constraint wise where you can't just walk in and take 20 minutes and clear this puzzle. Like it, and it doesn't have to be a single puzzle. Like honestly, if I was for my ideal system, I'd want to have something closer to Palace of the Dead, where it's a series of puzzles that make up a floor or a layout, and you have to go through a series of them. And when you combine them all, yeah, that ends up into like a 15, 20-minute dungeon. Now, it's instant gratification in the same way that you'd do it in uh, a normal dungeon, right? Like you could have it split into three or four puzzles, and at the completion of each puzzle, you get a small piece of loot, and you get better loot the longer that you progress into it. I'm not saying something like uh, a hundred level dungeon system where you have to go down like Palace of the Dead, but something that you can uh, try again and again and again and, and get kind of that new experience, like doing one series of levels in Palace of the Dead. It's 10 floors. It, they're always different every time you go to a new floor. Maybe we don't have to do it that long. Maybe you only have like three or four puzzles that you do. Like depends on how long they want to make each, each of these True. things. You could do a five. But you want to do like aim for 15 to 20 minutes. You could do a five. Seems five to be about the right time. Where it's you go in for four, and then the fifth one is like the hard one. <laughs> right. Or so. even like you could do it like a Quapolis style of you solve this puzzle within certain constraints. If you get it right, you move on to the next one. You can keep going and choose whenever you want to stop. Yeah, it could be a timing thing. It could be it could be anything really. But listen, do you, you're, are you going to tell me that wouldn't invest people when like what's going? And I'm saying this as as the player because I see it within RFC and I see it within um, just the player base already. But when you see major people like even streamers, Final Fantasy 14 streamers, where they're just like, "Hey, I'm playing this," and it's I'm playing Final like when when this first came out, so like we're playing Final Fantasy and Final Fantasy. But now it's like, hey, we're playing Final Fantasy. Also, I'm going to be moving on to this and this and this. And like the time they're playing Final Fantasy grows shorter. It's, you know, it's a worrisome thing. So a lot of the things we are offering here, stuff that is going to keep people interested. Like to me, if I could say, hey, guys, uh, Wednesdays, I'm going to go in and do Palace or Puzzle Puzzle Palace or whatever the hell it is in, in Final Fantasy 14. And I want people to come out and play and hang out and, and the audience can come participate if you're on the, the primal database. Um, yo, I do. I would do that in a heartbeat, like get a like get a bunch of people in or whatever, you know, however many people I can get into a party and just swap people in and out. People would show up for that because it's fun and it's interesting. You work together and it's not like to me, killing mobs is mindless once you do it the first couple times and you know the strats. All you're going to do is run in and just do do your job. Where something like that uses your brain, there's communication, you have a little more fun, um, and you don't you don't get people say, hey, you're an asshole, you're an idiot, like, well, no, man. <laughs> yeah, you will. It's on it's on the internet. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so Sorry. Kane also Sorry. brought up, uh, mostly I say for the people who like to speedrun dungeons, wouldn't a puzzle dungeon take that away, kind of? 
Uh, I don't think so necessarily. It's going to be the same thing as Palace of the Dead when it came out uh, as... Yeah. I speedrun uh, Sudoku, bitch. Thing? Not Eureka. What are, what's the, the other thing? Or Diadem. Diadem and Diadem, Palace yeah. and uh, all of those new dungeons, the Trials, the Extremes, uh, Omega, all of those things. It's a challenge at first. People figure it out and once they have it down they'll start speed running it right if you know the types of puzzles that are there you go and you attempt the puzzle you see what type of puzzle it is you know how to solve that puzzle you can solve it much faster on subsequent runs so i don't think that this would prevent a speed run unless they put in inherent blocks in it so that you can't actually progress fast and really that's not much different than what they've kind of done with dungeons now where you're gated between each bosses or between even pulls at this point where you have to go to a point, kill all the mobs before you can get to the next area. So it depends if they want to gate those dungeons in that sort of way. And if they do, then that's up to them. Personally, I kind of sort of disagree, um, but I, it is up to the design, their design team to figure out how best to uh, pace the progression throughout that dungeon. Yeah, and you also have to, th- I mean, I don't want to spend like super long like talking about dungeons because we did that last week, but um, but you also have to kind of remember like, are the dungeons fun? Yeah, they're interesting. Like I, I they, you could tell that they're taking more risks with the dungeon. Like you could tell Bard of Metal was a risk for them. Like you don't know what the how, but that risk was a bre- breath of fresh air. I mean, at least to us, like the two hosts here. And I don't think I've ever saw anyone online and say, fuck bar to metal. I don't like not one person. I was like, fuck that dungeon. Everybody loves that second boss because it was like so different and unique and you want that. Um, I mean, like, like if, if it shows like, listen, if it shows me anything, if bar to metal is is the bar they're trying to set for, hey, we're trying something new and different and we want to push. If you guys like that, maybe we can do more of that. Maybe we can do a whole dungeon of that. And I'm okay with that. Shin would probably be okay with that too. Pretty sure he is. So, all right. Well, if that that's the case, I'm hoping I'm hoping that is the a future. I'm hoping it's not the future of dungeons. I'm hoping that is a future, maybe in like alternate patches where we're like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna give you a hard mode and a dungeon, and then the next patch will give you a puzzle dungeon. And I'd be fucking cool with that. You know, I'd or like they say they're doing two dungeons. One of them could be an exp- uh, like a uh, killing murderous dungeon, and the other one could be puzzle. Yeah. Or we could get some new deep dungeon content, like right, like this. I would put this as a similar level of something new, like the Aquapolis, like Diadem, like Eureka, like Deep Dungeon. Like so, it's not something that we necessarily get new all the time, but it's something they can add to, something they can improve on. We got Aquapolis, and that was awesome. Then they updated it a little bit. Then we got Aquapolis 2.0 when we hit 70 here. Then we also had uh, Deep Dungeon. Or, yeah, Deep Dungeon. Then they had a, so we had 50 levels of that. Then we had 100 levels. Then we had 200 levels. So yeah. they keep improving the systems and doing that. And I think they could do something like that as well in this case. Yeah, and uh, Kane, <laughs> listen, I don't. I didn't mean to like say you're. I'm not saying you were a bitch. I'm just like I was just fucking with you. <laughs> I, I like puzzles. Don't get me wrong. I really do like. I, I love puzzles and games. Like that's why I love the Zelda series. It's why I love the Final Fantasy series. Uh, you know, you give me puzzles and dungeons, and I'm set. So, I'm just saying that's it's fun times. It's good stuff. Um, which wow, early wow dungeon did it where you had to collect like the three parts. It was like very Indiana Jones esque where you had to collect three items. 
and you put them on a thing so you can unlock a boss. Like, that's like, you had to collect these three parts to unlock, but you could fucking not do it, skip, and go straight to the end of the dungeon. So that was, like, one of those cool things where it's like, do you want to do the extra secret boss? Yeah, you do. So it's like little stuff, like little, those little things. Anyway, let's move on the quests, shall we? Chill 10 rats. Mm -hmm. Oh, don't get me started on bears. They're the number one threat. Fucking, let me, listen, I don't think I've ever said it on this show, but maybe I have. Like, Shin knows, like, my biggest gripe, any, any MMO, if I see there's a fucking quest to kill bears and collect something from bears, I will fucking, I will shut, I will back out of that MMO. And I can't remember what game it was. Where it was like this big alpha, and it was like, watch, there's, I told him, I told everybody, I was like, watch, there's gonna be a bear quest within the first starting zone. And everybody's like, no, there won't be. Fuck it, I took screenshots. They're like, kill 10 bears, collect their, like, spleens. I'm like, you motherfuckers, I hate this. Ugh. Listen, when I have to be told to go pick up my melon baller and go pluck out fucking bear anuses, <laughs> and I gotta go do that, and I go out there and do it, and I kill a bear, and, it's, and it lacks an anus, that, that bear had a problem, and I shouldn't have killed it. <laughs> I feel, I mean, if anything, I put it out of its fucking misery. <laughs> or I kicked its I ass know. so bad, the anus flew across the fucking map. I think that's more likely. You probably should have aimed your fireballs a little bit higher. Just <laughs> want to point out, I said, let me grab my melon baller and look <laughs> out barrenness. Sentences I never thought that I would hear uttered. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> you just re did you just realize I made a pop with my mouth on purpose? Did that just register? Oh, no, no, no. I registered that it was on purpose, at linking what you were implying uh -huh. took a second. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. We have fun here. Maelstrom Radio, everyone. Uh-huh. Put it in your mouth. No, that's something you should definitely not <laughs> yeah. do. Yeah, don't, don't put the berryness in your mouth. <laughs> don't. You know what? Actually, let's make or that a PSA. Where's that PSA? Mm, I mean, after... <laughs> Next no. up, Maelstrom Radio, grapefruit no. sounds and bear anuses. Look, fuck, did you know that grapefruiting came back, like, on the internet? <laughs> I saw something about it. I never heard about it initially. I don't really want to hear about it now. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Let me keep my innocence. <laughs> oh, oh, you're, listen, I know I'm a pure boy. You're hella pure boy. <laughs> well, welcome to the pure boy podcast. <laughs> Yeah, we'll keep that. Yeah. Okay. Good. Let's so quests. Let's go. Let's go get that Twitter handle, Pure Boy Podcast. Uh, yeah, quests. Uh, so, uh, Final Fantasy. Well, all right. So yet again, pointing at Stormblood. Stormblood tried to, to tried to up the the quest game a bit. Just uh, like so, they started here and went there. So instead of going from here, talk to this person, talk there, they're like, hey, I know, you know, you don't like those quests, but don't worry, they're in here. But, <laughs> but also, we gave you a quest where you guys can also now, you could snipe people with a blow dart. <laughs> and then, honestly, one of my favorite quests in the entire dungeon, or the entire fuck, game. It was the best quest. Listen, when you got, when I knew you were like a little bit ahead of me, you're like, wait till you get no, the no, second one. 
Second one was better because you had a snipe moving things. The sheep. Oh, the sheep. Oh, fuck. And those little sheep are like. You had to shoot the sheep. That was, that was the best yeah, quest. I need to pull that sheep noise, maybe. <laughs> Put it on the board. It was like a honk. No. But, but like. Yeah. Our, all right. So this is one thing I think a lot. Some MMOs do a bit better. Um, WoW in particular going. I don't know, forward as it as it were, um, especially uh, with 7.2, even though I haven't played 7.2 at all. Um, I do have friends that are playing it. Uh, they're like, hey, this whole Sargeras quest line, this massive quest line that everybody everybody's working towards this common goal. So everybody's doing these quests. And like uh, for me, like, wow, does these cool things where it's like hop on this thing's back and do these bombing runs where you throw like explosions on things and kill massive groups of people to thin out the hordes. And uh I listen. I'm 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 down with that. Like I like those little things. It breaks up the monotony of go kill ten x guys and you know bring me back their their kneecaps. I and I do find I did find that WoW had a lot more quest variation uh, between the different types they do. There's a lot less uh, just go and fetch this or go and do this uh, or kill ten rats type quests. Um, but at the same time, I did find as well that they did start repeating after a point. So. I think almost every game has their own style or uh, set of quests that they kind of pull from. Uh, and I'd like to see more cross-pollination between games. So yes. like you said, there's that one where you do the bombing run where you get on some sort of flying mount and you are bombing things on the ground. That's a brilliant idea, and I would love to see that implemented in other games. Uh, I've also seen uh, other different styles of quests in other MMOs that we've played. We have Rift and uh, some of their things that I can't pick, figure out specifics right now. But I definitely have seen unique stuff in Rift. I've seen unique stuff in uh, EQ, EQ2. And just having those options available would be a lot more interesting is because players, when you play a game after a period of time, you start getting bored with what that game is offering uh you start well also you start picking up like listen without telling you what 4.1 is going to be it's going to be oh there's something new there's something brewing on the fucking front around with the the garleans so it's going to be what go here talk to this person find out what's wrong go solve the try to go solve the problem get layers of story talk to a group of people figure out what's wrong there then you do Go do the go do the story dungeon that's attached to it. Do the story dungeon. Get out of the story dungeon. And get your like. You see what I'm saying? Like, does that sound familiar? Because we've been doing it since 2.0. <laughs> so, and honestly, I think that's one of the strong points of Final Fantasy 14 is that or the story in particular. Yeah, they do a very good job of tying the quest to the story, making it relevant. They have the cutscenes. They've gotten insanely better at making the cutscenes and not having them interrupt things like dungeons and group events. Uh, they've limited solo duties so that we don't have to do those as much either. So you can play with people more and not be, uh, basically playing a solo game. So like story aside, cause I think this, they've done the story and, and those quests really, really well in between those pieces. I think they need to step it up a notch. Yeah. The, and like we said, the sniping quest was a good starting point. The poop collecting quests, I don't know. Like, I was like, oh, wait. The, uh, no. see, to me, that's like, hey, WoW's got poop quests. Let's put a poop quest in. I'm like, guys, <laughs> you didn't need to put the poop quest in. You could have put the bombing run quest in, not the poop quest. Nobody wanted the poop quest. Uh, I don't know what's going on in chat. Okay, that sheep was Bridget. She has a problem with retardation, but she's full of love. What? Is, what? <laughs> the sheep is named Bridget? 
I'm just skipping over this. I yeah. They're trying to derail me. They're really trying hard to derail me. Uh so Oh, it's gone on over there. Listen. I derail me. <laughs> if anybody derails anybody, it's me. So like our last point here under quests uh, is that there's a lot of interesting story and side quests, but we really don't have a lot of reason to complete it. Like uh, one that I have completed because we were curious at the time when it involved was uh, uh, the She Sweet of the Violent Tides. There was a side quest there around uh, who uh, princess was, was actually. Yeah, it was the princess yeah. and around that. So we I did complete that and like. It was a really interesting story. There was a lot of kind of cool lore behind it. Uh, the rewards themselves were just kind of eh. They weren't terribly useful, even though I was at the level. But yeah, if I wasn't specifically interested in doing that story and wasn't waiting for a certain somebody to catch up because they were really, really slow, uh, I would have no reason to complete those side quests. Hey, I passed you eventually. Yeah, it's because I had to go back to work. <laughs> hey true uh well you know but it's also like all right so for example like one of my favorite side story quests in uh in final fantasy 2.0 was the i can't remember the, the out in the desert uh and there's a the guy out there that has the cactuar and he's like f- befriending cactuar out there and you go on this epic quest chain and you get your own little cactuar and i was like this is great i love this quest chain because i got a little pet out of it like give me pets like i'll i'll fucking do any quest in this game if it gave me a pet and you know what's, you know what the thing was like we did this quest like the first time you see otter otter is there and I was like wait a minute you're telling me I do this princess side quest I get fucking otter otter no otter otter is a fishing thing and I fuck, I'm like god damn it <laughs> why <laughs> they didn't have to put him in fishing they could have gave it to you after the princess quest like he was like this little dude they couldn't do it huh <sighs> bastards just mad I'm just mad. <laughs> But yeah, I think we have examples of really, really interesting side quest design uh, with Hildebrand, with Scholasticit. Uh, even the Gold Saucer quests. was kind of a, was a side quest to get into the Gold Saucer too, right? Not really. But when, when um, what was it, the very first Gold Make It Rain event that was the murder mystery, which was f- phenomenal. Yep. That was really good. Although the beach event... You, you haven't been on, but I think you should log on and do the Moonfire Fair Fates because our favorite purple tentacle man shows up for a fate. <laughs> and that is worth that is worth this event alone. I'm telling you, seeing Ultras come out and do a fate during the bikini laden uh, event is magical. Uh Oh, did I lose Shin? Oh, no. Wait, no, wait, what happened? Why did you not move so long? I thought I lost you. I mean, I looked down because my phone buzzed, but... Uh-huh. You did not... Sure listen, you freeze. were... N- I don't know. You were dead solid. Like, so dead solid. And I was like, I was talking about Ultros, and I was like, he didn't make a face. <laughs> you have two shits about Ultros. He's, listen, you should come out and do that. Like, if you log in to do anything, do that, because he's fucking hella pervy and so great. <laughs> he's Ultros. He's Ultra. He shows up, he's like... Ladies in bikinis. You get to, plus, you could take a, take a picture with him up close. It's great. So, and I, I find that like the seasonal events are pretty well done in this game. Like almost all of them have had an interesting story or something interesting to go on. Like we've had, 
there was the the Valentine's Day quest where you get to go and we eventually got the dote emote. There was the Halloween quest where we got to do the dungeon. There's the Halloween quest oh. where we got the room. I was going to say, hold on a second. Can we talk about like, uh, I don't want to go back the to Puzzle Dungeon. The Posing Rangers. The Posing Rangers is fantastic. Uh, I wish they would have came back. I'm, uh, But don't get me wrong. I love Ultras. I'm so glad that they had or found a reason to bring Ultras back. And if it's for bikinis, I don't give a shit. Let's bring him back. <laughs> But because I think we need more ultra. First of all, that proves that Ultras isn't dead and Ultras is still alive. <laughs> He's scouring the ocean looking up at bikini ladies. So that makes me so happy. But real quick, the Halloween event with the, the dungeon, that is a good example of what a puzzle dungeon can be in Final Fantasy 14. Just pointing that out. Like that is a perfect example of what they can do with that sort of system. And I know that they said they're looking at like doing new things for Palace of the Dead using maybe looking at Halloween. So I'm just saying. Wink. Anyway, all right, so let's move on to ach Achievos, or Achievements, if you're not an asshole like me and just wanted to say Achievos. <laughs> you can buy Maelstrom, Maelstrom Radio official Achievos uh, on our Maelstrom store. Shouldn't we need a Maelstrom store so people can buy Achievos? Just, just send money. Yeah, just send money to... Twitch.tv forward slash Maelstrom Radio. Use your Twitch Prime account to sign up, and it's free for you, and it gives us money, and it helps support the show. Well, it costs like eighty bucks a year. It's through your Amazon. Well, stuff. I mean, if you yeah, but I mean, if you already have, if you're using your Amazon stuff, and you get that free Twitch Prime sub, you can sub to us, and then you unlock Johnny Falcon, and then everybody wants Johnny Falcon. True. So. Shameless promotion for Maelstrom Radio. Achievements. Most <laughs> complete. Why? What, what did I do? All right. Most are uh, completed through normal actions in a normal course of adventure. Uh, yeah. Um, I think. Yeah. Yet again, I'm gonna, always going to use WoW as my. Or I'll, I'll. Fuck it. I'll even use Rift this time. I'll throw it. I'll th mix it up. Rift had. Rift had all sorts of achievements for puzzles in the world, for jumping off a cliff and landing into a small pool of water at the bottom of it. Um, you got achievements Game for... Wars 2 is another good one for this. Oh, yeah. Oh, everywhere. Achievements, just lo loading them up. Uh, wow. Wow Phenomaly has, like, tons of crazy little achievements. Um, to achieve, I mean, especially for, like, raids. And it's not just, like, you completed the raid, here's the achievement. Like, there were special... Things you could do, uh, like for example, I'll use Uldar as an example, which is one of my favorite raids. Um, there was one where you had to get a dragon on Uldar to, uh, you chained it to bring it down so you could attack it. Now the idea was to have it burn 50 dwarves, and if you did that, you got an achievement, and you got that dragon as a mount once you beat it. Like that was a guaranteed mount drop for the whole party, like everybody got one. And it was so good, and it's such a cool mount. But... I mean, it's stuff like that, that or, or if you or if you used uh, if you didn't destroy the pillars and made and made a uh, uh, Uladar on hard mode, essentially, um, you got extra achievements for doing that. And it also unlocked better gear and all those things. Um, that's stuff like that. That's stuff that would be really cool where it's it's not just through normal actions. It's like this extra fun stuff in the world. Um Ixian and and Fox Fate, I believe, have achievements attached to them, which is neat. Usually, the bigger achievements do. We know that um, uh, what's his name? Um, Odin has one attached. Like all the bigger fates have them attached. So those are 
in that vein, but they are predictable. Um, it would be stuff that I would like to see, like, oh, hey, like, you went and you petted, like, uh, for example, one in WoW, because uh, there's guild achievements as well. I would love to see FC achievements. Why don't we have those? I would love to see that. I would love to see... Yeah. There was a great achievement in Rift if you went and you killed a whole bunch. Because Rift had critters. And so I, did WoW. I don't think I've seen it. I don't know. Yeah, okay, WoW has them as well. And WoW had um, one for they killing were critters. They didn't do anything. And yeah, you go and you kill a bunch of critters and you got a critter killer title. Yeah, yeah. And WoW, you kill 50,000 critters, you unlock the armadillo pet. <laughs> you also get a title. I don't, I don't know if you got a title, but it's like, oh, it was also like you can go and kiss them and hug them. And you got like, or if you went and hugged all the critters, you got like another different title, like the pacifist versus like the the blood letter. And like, it was like little silly shit like that, um, which is phenomenal. Um, and, and that keeps the engagement going, right? Like you're doing yeah. stupid things, but it's entertaining. It, you get something from it. It's a title. It's a mount. It's a pet. It's whatever. It's stuff to do with an FC or your guild to be like, hey, let's go do this stupid thing. Like like WoW even had, let's go, like uh, you could kill the, uh, app, uh, op, if you killed all the opposite faction leaders, this was during Wrath Days. Um, you had, Like imagine working together as a server on your on your faction and you're like, all right, like there's fucking 80 of us. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go into the faction hometowns, which are flagged instantly for PvP at that point, and guard the gu NPC guards are gonna hit you. And if you kill all the faction leaders, you got a guaranteed polar bear mount, which was dope. <laughs> and even like EQ2 had systems where you could have uh, achievements that you complete as a guild. If there are more than so many people in your guild at the at the point when you kill something you get an achievement if you do it within a certain time frame you uh, get an achievement if you do it under certain conditions if you do it with uh less than the recommended number of people or stuff like that like they had some more like they're almost challenges which i know we have the challenge log so i don't want to confuse those two but it's almost like we want like a savage achievement style system where it's achievements but you have to do something harder or even like hidden achievements where we don't know what the conditions are to unlock certain things, or you don't know that the chief even exists until you actually do it. And then it appears in your journal. So like stuff like that would kind of be interesting, especially to people who do hunt the achievements or do like the exploration or do want the challenge of completing these things. Like those are the people that will dig into that sort of content. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm down with like, it, it, it's a great system. I mean, like it makes, it makes replaying the raids and dungeons uh, it makes them more viable one. It makes them worth going back in and it makes like gathering your friends and, and not to say that like you still like we like we keep saying like we know there's this group the group of people that want to instant do those things and get them done. But adding a mount to a dungeon makes people want to play it right. So clearly adding a mount to the last dungeon. What, what's that make people do? There's party finders up there like let's run it till the mount drops. So people are running constantly that last dungeon to get the mount. Uh, it's the same thing. Like if you know, uh, Kane in chat on achievements, make achievement points worth something. That's not a bad idea either. Uh, if there was some sort of like achievement vendor or like, if you get like, like diable gear sets of stuff that isn't necessarily diable, um, I'd be okay with that. Cause glamour's true end game in this game. So it would almost be against doing that sort of thing. Like, I don't think that achievement points need to really be worth anything. Um, I do think that achievements need to have some sort of rewards and whether that's uh, you do it on a per achievement basis or you do a reward system based on achievement points. 
I think that a reward system is definitely useful and, and we do have that kind of already with uh, mounts and pets and gear and stuff. So I don't think we really need to do much more in that case. Um, especially with a system like this, I don't think that it makes a whole lot of sense to tie anything that's real progression or gear based for it because there's no idea when you're actually going to get that. Like if you tie gear to it or something that's non-fluff, you might finally unlock something when you're way out geared for it or vice versa. You'll unlock something really good when you aren't ready for it. And then you either don't know, drop it, lose it, sell it, whatever, or you just, there's no point in getting the gear when you actually get to that point. So yeah, I don't really think that we need much for making achievement points worthwhile. I think that they kind of are already to some degree. I mean, I, I would like to see the 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 stuff we get. I don't actually. I haven't gone through like the newer things. Um, uh, let's see. Guild Wars Two has perma buffs for how many achievement points you have, like plus one percent HP, plus three percent MP, and so on. E. The thing I don't know. For me, I th think that would hinge people, especially with like end game rating. Um. It would be like, oh well, you can't join this this static because you don't have this many achievements to get the efficient amount of HP that a tank needs to run this, and you need to go get uh, like you got to go unlock achievements. So then you're you're like spending time unlocking achievements, uh, where that stuff could be gear based or not gear based, but. Uh, the MMO uh, DC Universe Online has achievement points, and after the 100, you get a skill point. You can put them in different paths of it or to increase stats and give bonus skill. See, <clears throat> my problem with that is that it's this. It's I don't I don't mind it, but the problem here is the system that Final Fantasy 14 uses. Um, and since we're on a Trinity system, essentially, uh, even though it's like a four-party system, it's still the you know you need That's a tank. It's a Trinity system, but you need you need a DPS, you need the tank, you need the healer, um, and since min maxing is a thing, people are going to want to be the very best that they can be, especially if you're running if you're going to run uh, savage content. And we know that savage content does change how things work because it is very much like, especially like looking at Omega Savage, where the like Halicarnassus fight is totally different from normal, and the fact that X Death has you know X Death Prime you know or Neo X Death. Um, and it's a totally different fight, you know, you want people to be as, as well equipped as possible. So making them have certain, like, especially if they jump a tune, let's say if you're, for example, let's say you, I know Shin's a, a good, great healer. And if he jumped a, uh, a, um, Astrologian up to, because he wanted to say, well, I'm going to try to ego Astro for, uh, the future rating and, he didn't have enough achievement points to get the extra benefits and stuff like that because he already spent them on his white his white mage. Unless he's like you see, what I'm saying like he he would be under he'd be under the the bar, and that's not fair, especially because I know his skill is as a person who can heal and keeps you know support that. Um, uh, and Vladimir and Chad, how's that any different from eye level? Then uh, it would have put value to the achievement points. The difference, yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it would put value to the achievement. Yeah, it would, it would put value to the achievement points, yes. Uh, the thing is, is that, to me, getting a piece of gear is easier 
versus getting achievement points. Because <laughs> uh, you're not necessarily, like, because uh, once you go through and get all the easy ones, because you got to remember, like, you're asking at that point for Final Fantasy to start feeding more achievements uh, that are outside of the story. Or you're going to have to start doing, all right, then now I have to stop what I'm doing and go level uh, crafting to get those achievement points to unlock. Unless crafting gives you, like, it, it, like... <sighs> I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that the system we have in our in this game isn't suited for that. Um, it could be. I'm not saying that it's not a thing that they could do, but right now it's not set up for that. Is that an ex a future expansion thing? Maybe, um, but I don't. I don't know. Like they would have to really redesign a lot of things to make that happen. Yeah, like we've seen this past expansion, we've removed that whole uh, the stat point allocation thing, and we've already seen that. Like even starting like racial stat point allocations, uh, people get really down into that level of stuff. So like, I don't think that affecting um, content in that way or like your actual abilities and such makes a lot of sense for this because you're going to have the people who are min-maxing. You have people that specifically roll certain races to get one extra, extra fire four off in their rotation. Like there's just that much more that people have to do. So I don't think that it's a great solution to try to tie achievement points to actual character skills or abilities. Um, I think where achievement points can shine is the exact point where achievements themselves shine in that they add a layer of fluff. They add that extra little bit. You get minions, you get pets, you get mounts, you get titles. Like They don't actually provide a specific benefit to your character, but they provide a lot of benefit just to you personally. Yeah. Uh, Kane and chat make achievement points account wide. That's how DCO does. But see, that's not that's not a solution since it's not like I'm making alts. I'm I'm my it's one character and I can do all my classes on that. So it would have to be like my achievements, it, like, it's still, like, the one character that, like, would now, if that was the case of me logging into a different server, and then I had all these sweet achievement points, and I can just slam my character. Now, if you want to make achievement, like, to me, if you wanted to make cool buffs or something like that, make it towards, uh, oh, hey, um, you did this in crafting, uh, you get a permanent buff towards XP. Sure, cool, thanks. I, and then it's only up to level X or whatever. Like, up to level 50, you get a permanent 20% buff to XP uh, for crafting or, or gathering. Um, and then when you hit the next level, like, once you complete the level 50 quests or whatever it is, and then, you know, you can get a permanent buff to... Um, or you complete the level 60 quest, you get a permanent buff for all the other ones. Like, once you do it once and you're like, here's a permanent buff to, for XP so you can level the other ones and incentivize you to keep going... Um, that I'm okay with, and I think they should do stuff like that, where they're like, "Hey, we're gonna we're incentivizing you. Hey, you made you made one character to max already. Here, here's this. Even though we get the the buff already, but here's this like extra layer of buffing to XP gain, so you can get a character f quickly up that rank. Um, I'm okay with that. That I, I don't see a problem with. I there could be ancillary uh, and, and not stat stuff, but stuff that like helps you boost your characters or helps you. Um, mount speeds uh, unlocks or um, mount like you know we said mounts already but like things along that nature uh, that would be uh, interesting and and to me would be like stuff that could be beneficial to your characters and your accounts um, 
the gear stuff is really tricky, especially like I said, just be based on the system. It's it's just it's more of a trick thing because when you start looking at people who min max, they're going to do anything they can to min max. Absolutely. And if that means achievements, that means a lot of people that only come to this game to raid are going to be left out because there's a lot of people that say fuck everything else and just raid and they're not going to spend the time if you're telling them they got to have achievement points if you look at their achievement point list they're like i i do jack shit except raid so uh <clears throat> free companies and community oh uh, yeah, so we covered this on a previous show. Um, we did. We went really in depth with free companies, um, but uh, essentially, and we'll, and if you're new to our show, you never. If you if you're going back and re-listening to all her old shows, bless your heart. But <laughs> if you did not listen to that show, if you're coming into this and fresh, uh, essentially, uh, Shin and I said that free companies are essentially pointless, <laughs> and and although we thank you and all they for, could be so much more yes like don't don't take that uh we didn't just way. bash them we we explained everything of why we think that they're not great and we had very explicit points of how we can make it better yeah and actually we we're supposed to be writing actually we were told by a community rep uh like a, a, we were told by a specific community rep that you guys need to sit down and write that and put that on the uh on the uh what's that called the the forums the official forums yeah we, uh, we were asked to put that on the official forums because it was stuff like even even this person as an fc leader uh they said that they would want that stuff because that's stuff that when we explained it was great so we can probably touch on some of those things really quick with i mean if you really want to go back i don't remember what dude what episode 30 something maybe <laughs> 30s no 20s Listen, it's early days. <laughs> listen, I'm starting. Listen, I'm only episode. We're about to be episode fifty. I'm already like, I can't even tell you what episode that was last year. I'll tell you this: last year. Go look. Go listen last year. <laughs> sometime. It's sometime. So uh, I know we pointed out that uh, like FC specific content. Now, I'm not saying that this content needs to be specifically for FCs. I'm saying that there needs to be a bonus or a buff or something extra for FCs, a willingness to make people want to join their FC and go do these things. Now, Diadem was a good example, Diadem 1.0, where um, you could do the higher difficulties and you needed the airships, which are now rendered useless, by the way. I want to point that out. Um, and now they're like, hey, we're going to give you submarines that you can go build and then you can go do submarine stuff. I'm like, no, that's point. it's going to be pointless unless... It, Unless you're putting out stuff out in the ether that we need to collect for crafting purposes, which is a BS reason, by the way. Um, uh, but there shouldn't it shouldn't be that way, right? Like you should be able to say, well, 2.0 should have still had the FC thing to it. Should have been added. I like you could still cute solo, but I think that us having a higher chance of getting that uh, random raid boss to pop would have been cool or bonuses to being in there we could have gotten more of those little tokens like little things like that to say hey you're coming in here with your a group of your fc folks cool here's these bonuses or and it makes it makes doing fc content fun like you could schedule that stuff like hey friday nights is diadem nights um <laughs> diadem and nights? there's not a lot of reason there's not a lot even a reason to do it with your fc even if you are in what an fc like if you want to run diadem then you go out and just run it there's no reason to bring your fc but if you had things like yeah it, maybe experience bonuses or loot bonuses when you're running with an fc group or 
Uh, you get temp buffs when you're doing it with an FC group. I, I know um, like th there are the FC buffs. They're not really that helpful necessarily. Uh, EQ2 had banners and such that you can go and you could place in dungeons and raids that you could only purchase as part of a guild. Um, or as we mentioned before, doing achievements or uh, challenging things that you can only unlock as an FC. Uh, or even more community find stuff like the calendar. You're saying you can schedule stuff. Well, maybe if we had an in-game calendar that only the FC could access and sign up for things, like there are many, many opportunities here that they could improve upon this. And they've talked about some of them in the past, like having uh, alliances of F free companies that can work together on things or have communication channels, or even having like uh, free company versus free company PVP type, type stuff, or having, like, there's a lot of things that they could do. And cross server free companies, of course, can't come soon enough. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh... So uh, right now, yeah, and then like, really there isn't really anything to engage members. Uh, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I know I'm an FC leader, and but it's hard. Like, it's hard because people, like, numbers dropped real hard. And I'm, listen, I'm not blind to it. I talk to shit about it a lot. I'm like, hey, listen, I see this. I know what's going on. And I pay attention to it. Um, but it's hard um, because I, I there, outside of the rating scene, right, like, what can I do to incentivize people to come in and play? There's nothing much I can do. Like, there's not much I can actually do. Now, there is an email from Thaladis we'll get into. He he makes some points about FC stuff, and we'll we'll get into that. Um, but, like, even if I go and, and, and organize these things, I mean, there's certain things I can't organize. Like, right? Like, I can't organize. Like, all right, this night we can do uh, Aquapolis runs, right? Because we have maps of something we can gather during the week and say, all right, well, we have a supply for the end of the week. However many it may be, we can do that's something we tangible that I can say on this day we can do this, right? Um, we can do mountain farms, and I can say, all right, well, we can do that. But the pro there also comes into a problem of if we do this now, then we run into the risk of when the next expansion is going to roll around, <laughs> when we could be doing that stuff. We do it now, and everybody gets their mounts now, then, then it's kind of like SOL later. Um, <laughs> It's, yeah, it's, it's, there's a limited, there's a finite amount of times that you can do certain things or things get old or stale and you don't want to run them anymore. So there's a limit to running that sort of content. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Shin and I are, are busy. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like if I, if we, I, listen, I promise we will with, can we say within the next two months, we will write something out and put it on the forums about how to improve free companies. <laughs> can say it doesn't mean it's going to happen but you can right. say it all right listen i'm just saying saying in two within two months we'll put something together <laughs> i may have to go find go back and listen to that old episode and maybe jot down some notes and then maybe we, us just trying to like layer it out and put it up and you'll see what we had i know we're not touching on everything but there was a lot to what we i mean i'll leave out the rant that i did i kind of yelled at people <laughs> <laughs> I did kind of yell at a lot of people. Um, crafting classes. Well, wait one second. I do want to oh, touch okay. on these last points a little bit more. Um, sure. Particularly, like we don't have anything that kind of engages people to stay or participate in FC events. Like we, you can get all of the members that you want, and you can organize a time to go and do something. But if no one shows up or not enough people show up, 
you really are at the mercy of your members, right? Like you can be the most active organizer of to everything and have it all planned out. But if no one shows up or not enough people show up, you can't actually go through with these events. So like there's nothing that even if you're trying to be the most engaging, most relevant and doing all these events and stuff, you still can't always pull it off necessarily. And I think that's a problem in itself. There's And there's also on that same note, there's no reason that a person should stay in an FC and they can hop to whatever one that they feel like that day being a part of. I, there is that sense of community, but at some point, yeah, that just kind of disappears. And we see that a lot on Fanfrit. I've seen people jump jump into our FC. They're there for like three weeks. They they seem nice. They're enjoying their time, and the next thing I know, they jumped out and they're in another FC. And it happens consistently. Um, it happens a lot actually. Uh, and uh, the last thing on here is that managing is a thankless job. I don't, Ellison. I don't ask for praise. I don't ask for thanks from anybody in the FC. I never will. Um, you know, it's I I put that point on there specifically because. I have done that in the past and not so much that you're expecting something or anything, but like you are putting in that extra time and it feels like there should be some sort of reward for that. Like not necessarily from the FC, but there should be, the game should almost be rewarding you for the effort that you put in. Like for example, unlocking more features that you can help the FC or that you can use within the FC or unlocking different things or tools. Like, Things that will help and make your uh, life easier as a, an FC leader. You mean you mean like in Warcraft, where once I got my the guild to the top rank, I unlocked the eighth uh, bank tab, and we had fucking like all eight bank tabs. It was so much space that it was so great to organize, and everybody could put stuff in. We have, you know what? It's that. Yeah. Let me talk about something that needs to fucking get an increase in this goddamn game. Is that goddamn guild bank? Ugh, that thing is fucking. It's worthless. It's so pointless. I, it's a great for holding money. <laughs> it's not great for anything else. Uh, please let me do th- like FC achievements. Be- every uh, post mm, two months. Uh, all right. Uh, crafting classes. Uh, grind. It's there needs to be something. I don't know if it's just an XP buff or make the XP gains from crafting and gathering better so that you could get further along and get up to where you need to be. I've been told that the Final Fantasy XIV crafting system is one of the more interesting ones out there. It is. And as a crafter, I really, or as not a, not a crafter, um, I really don't know as much. I do like parts of it and I do think it's interesting. I don't know if it necessarily is that unique or that different from certain things like it's a really interesting system i think they could continue to expand upon it yes um we're seeing new things with uh adventuring classes like this last expansion we have um or we have like resource management we have the gauges we have all these different things um I don't think we see as much uh, experimentation within the crafting. No. And and to be honest, the crafting class needs an overhaul. Like the, the, and to be fair, like it's a lot, that would have been a lot to ask for them to do re overhaul the, the class system and the crafting system. Now don't get me wrong. Right. If that's next expansion where they're like, Hey, we're overhauling the crafting system this time. And then we're going to, you know, figure that crap out because you, you essentially, yeah, you could do like a, a, 
a, a better rotation system on that. Uh, don't get me wrong. There's people out there that make macro like one button macros are just like, hey, look, I'm I'm doubling down and and HQ and the shit out of this or whatever. And I get it, but at the same time, like when I when I was leveling, uh, and fishing is easy because you just buy you can just go buy fish, and the market prices have been pretty awesome. Like I was I was able to level pretty fat like i was able to just go buy a shit ton of fish for dirt cheap and then just go jump levels like it was nobody's business uh but like gathering like like the my 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 you know the my wood gatherer <laughs> my tree whisperer uh different you know, from your woodsmith well yeah no my woodsmith smith's wood my my tree whisperer whispers trees um it's uh the grind is still there like they're like hey we give you xp buffs and i could tell like you know there were certain areas where i was like all right i'm chopping wood and i'm getting like a thousand xp per hit which is pretty good if you consider i'm getting six hits per thing since six six thousand xp a little over per per node which isn't bad but it could be better and i think you know they could bump that up because what what's the point honestly like like you don't need to be in those zones gathering. You're not benefiting anybody being in those zones gathering or crafting. You're not benefiting the lower level characters that can now jump um, and, and increase and get up there. Like if they said, hey, listen, you jump a class, we'll give you a gat like a gathering or a crafting class, you know, at level 50. And you'll always have to go from 50 to 70. That's cool. I would have done that. Or if, hey, you can jump a class, you know, crafting class. Like, let me jump crafting classes for like less than however much it costs to do that like 15 bucks versus you know i'll jump them all if i <laughs> take my money here got them all up maybe make money um but something needs to be done because like having to sit here like watching netflix it's 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 a all you do is grind and that's pointless like and don't get me wrong like the the earring the alamegan earring helps um uh, uh good friends over at uh move around uh paul metal was like hey just put on the alamegan earring and the feather hat and everything but and put all these buffs on and just synthesize stuff for stacks and he wasn't wrong like you could just sit there set it to synthesize and walk away and then i was just popping levels i was like oh all right well that works it sucks but i you know, I can just I can kind of auto now if I can get a macro that auto click synthesize <laughs> if actually I have a sweet mouse that I could probably auto program to hit like two buttons and just have it auto hit the things to make, make repeat and make repeat and make repeat and make. Now I could probably do that. You, know, you could just do the auto synthesize. No, I'm saying like have my mouse click the thing to eat, like even go further. I know, but you have to click auto synthesize like Wait, is there wait? Is there something I don't know about? Once every like twenty minutes or something. Yeah. No, I'm right. Yeah. No, I don't like. I can just have my mouse auto even do the other buttons. I don't even have to sit here. <laughs> I could play Final Fantasy 15 while I, I auto synthesize here, and I don't even have to hit the button to hit the button. Pretty <laughs> sure that's against the uh, terms of use. No, it's not. My mouse does it. That's programming. <laughs> you can just program it. No, no, that that's it, it's unassisted gameplay. Not if yeah, my mouse lets me do it. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. How would they know? My mouse is just letting me. Do it. It's not a bot. I'm doing it myself, technically. That that's the definition of a bot. It's a. Well, that is, my that is well, Logitech. The of a no, fu the fucking Logitech shouldn't let me allow me to do that. Then. No, that that's not a good argument.
<laughs> then what? Wait, so my ability to do it? Wait, I'm not installing any third-party software. This is software that's already comes with my Logitech thing. I could just program that's it. third-party. But anything that's not released by Square Enix is a third-party software. Motherfucker, wait a minute. There's that's a great fucking area, right? No, uh, no, it's not. That's exactly the definition of third-party. Yeah, but it, all right. So if I tell my mouse right and I hit a button and it auto-clicks shit for me, that's I am now like against terms of service. Yes. Versus me getting something that auto fucking runs my character around. Like if I, as long as I already had the mats and everything and I just sit here and monitor it. They're basically, those, those are the exact same things. Yes. So, so instead of me just sitting here and just clicking the button to hit auto synthesize and I have it auto programmed to click the button for me that there's the, that, that fine, that finite line is where I'm crossing. Yes, it's when you actually don't have to do anything to do it. That's when you cross the line. If you actually have to do input in order for it to work, if you are physically doing it, then you should but be okay. how would they know? You'd be surprised. How? But they would know. Like, it still inputs off my mouse, though. Yeah, the in we can get into this another time, but the, input <laughs> that, the information that they get is could detect that yes the sack of shit <laughs> don't let me do that <laughs> don't give me the ability to do it and then not like we'll see how many people i see that on fucking reddit are like hey if you have the logitech software just do this and fucking auto run that bitch oh no there you technically that is yeah that's violating the terms of use oh well don't hey reddit don't tell me to fucking violate terms of use i don't know what's going on there technically running like the the suite of x stuff is also uh, that's a third-party software that is violating terms of use uh, but whether they, square decides to they said that's cool though do that yeah i say it's it depends on it's like this is why all of this is against terms of use it's up to square to decide if they want to pursue like, that exactly that's why they don't fucking bash people with fucking parsers unless you actually like come out and attack somebody with a, like the parse numbers Exactly. So, like so realistically, really, you are doing automated automated crafting, and you're having it click a few buttons for you. Probably not going to be too bad. All right. If you have it automatically level you from one to sixty, you have a much much larger problem. No, all right, real but quick. But if it's like clicking continue every ten minutes or something, you're probably not going to get. I'm probably fine. Right, but if I get sent to in-game jail, uh, you bet your ass I'm streaming that live. Because <laughs> I do want to do that. How you know? You wouldn't be at the computer. I, well, they're like, he's still coming. Imagine that shit. I'm not even at the computer and I'm still crafting. I would love that. Can we make that happen? I want that to happen. That's called a bot. Mm. Even if it's a very simplistic bot, it's a bot. Like, they're like, why are you still crafting? I'm like, I love to craft, synthesize. Anyways, we have one last topic here, and that's raids. Yeah. I got nothing on that one, actually. Yeah, no, you I, like them. You're okay with well. them. Me? I'm not a hardcore raider, though, anymore. Well, I mean, fuck, who the hell is I mean, besides the, the first world firsters who are... Listen, honestly, if you look at Twitter, nobody's a hardcore raider. Everybody's just raiding. Like, I like if you look, they're just like, I'm raiding. And they're pugging half it at half the time. Like, some people have static, some people don't. They're just like, you can pug... Let's see, you know how bad, like, easy... I'm not saying... Well, I shouldn't say easy. 
Yeah, no, easy. You know how easy this version of, of versus like previous versions of, of hard mode content is that people are pugging it and passing it, which is good. I Don't get me wrong. That's where a good a good level base of content should be that people should be able to pug it and get through it. Now, should you know your class? Yes. Should you be uh, adding tier six material to your gear? Yes. Should you be geared properly? Yes. All that, all that beautiful stuff. Um, I mean, do you, do I do I think you need a static for this raids? Eh. No. I mean, if you get a good group of people that know their shit and they're on top of their game, um, you could pass it. Uh, it's a trick, isn't it? Yeah, and it is. Not to say that like I wouldn't run this with my um, FC folks. Like I would, I would if I had the majority. If I can get a majority of them, even if it's not a full party, even if I had like, hey, I can get six of us. At least I know I have six people that I can depend on to do this content. Um, and and because I I hold them at a high, not that I'm holding them to a higher, uh, like you know, like you you fuck up, it's game over. It's not like that. It's more. It's more. I I trust their my ability to pass the content higher than I would trust somebody random I don't know because I've run content with them so I know that they're capable of doing the fights I know that they've seen normal and I know that they'll roll into hard mode and they can handle it so that's not a problem uh, but do I think that raids need I will say this Neo X death is a good example of where they should be going I think that having that extra like that special secret boss at the end that was all new is only added and Halicarnassus having all new games floor board games and floor games and stuff like that that weren't the frog necessarily that were like books and everything else and split the party across the map that's cool too I think that's really good I think those are smart ideas because um, I think you know we need we need more that um, uh, I know what's going on chat you guys are as we're chitty chatting about crafting yeah uh, well Ademeyer just brought up uh one improvement for uh, final fantasy 14 crafting from inventory uh so you don't have to call the retainer open your inventory get things from the retainer close the inventory quit the retainer uh so you can actually just if the retainer has the equipment or if you have the equipment doesn't matter it just automatically pulls the uh the items material yeah, yeah, yeah the materials from wherever whether it's your bank or your sorry your retainers or your inventory and just lets you craft i agree there that'd be a huge huge improvement that would be fantastic because you know how many times i'm like shit i you know how many times i'll go and buy things and i'm like oh wait i now i always have to remember to do slash i search by the way can we get a better searching system because i'm glad that they have one i they have one but it doesn't tell you what retainer if they said hey it's on retainer x uh at least told you the retainer name because you have that information, you log that character's name in. I really like this in uh, EQ2. EverQuest 2 had it so you could pull it from your bank, but they also improved it even further and they allowed you to pull materials from the guild bank automatically. Seriously? So they had, they yeah, they, so they have retainers in EQ2. So they have things you could hire and keep in your guild house and they would automatically harvest for you. So, you know, you didn't have to go and harvest. You could just send these things out once every two to six hours or whatever it was and then talk to them again they'd give you a whole bunch of stuff that they found and you can send them out again so you take all that stuff and you put it directly into the guild bank and the entire guild could then craft with those items 
And that I think was a really, really awesome system. It took away a lot from gatherers, but at the same, like it didn't really bring back rare items so much. It was more for that, the mundane, normal things that you would find, but it meant that you'd have to do a lot less harvesting if you wanted to craft. And it was Uh, great. Actually, I would love a guild retainer. I, I think retainers for guilds would be great. Like something like a like characters that we could send out in the world to get like gather materials for us for like that would go directly into a a larger guild bank because we don't have fucking space in ours. But uh, that would be kind of I would love that. That's essentially what the fucking boats airships are right now. They're like guild retainers that just go out and collect shit for us um, and come back with like nothing. Anyway, uh, raids. All right, so let me finish up with the raids real quick. Uh, new access is a good point of where hard content, uh, besides like changing up the how the harder content is, but you're also changing up like the strats, and it's not the same fight, which I think is great. Um, to me, I, I get, I get, I get the idea that yes, people don't have the time, or they just want to go straight to the boss. Um, I do like a little bit of flair. I do like a little bit of like, I think Omega could have been like, we could have been jumping through those cool teleportal 80s hoops and shit like that and gone through 80s Omega world. Uh, Cause I think that place is interesting to me. Like I'm, I, I only got that little bit of story and, t- and got to the point where I needed 80s to be. Omega world. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. Don't tell me it's not. <laughs> it's like a night. What did it say? It was like a, it was being in a 90s video game movie. Um, uh, do the airships do not think now? Do nothing. Oh. That's a weird time. Yes. You're right. They well they do I mean they do. You can go collect shit, but they're they're useless. Paul metals, right? Uh so I I mean I would I like I don't know. I, it, I it's such a weird thing to think, but I like I kind of dig like raids with like story and big old bosses and I, I I like seeing maps and like like don't get me wrong I love like Firelands and WoW I love that that was an open like essentially the whole like instead of it being a massive it was a raid but it was a massive open zone and you could see right across I, I think did EQ have one like that EQ2 where it was like a raid it had a few was, yeah had, yeah and I love that I love the idea of like I can just go in here and just like just, and I could see all the bosses you can see them all like making their paths and and you're like yeah I'm gonna go in there and do Firelands and and do the thing get, get to get the bird mount and uh fucking palm metal i like i like wow raids wow raids were the fucking awesome <laughs> he knows it's up and i do have to say though like final fantasy does not have those raids it, it doesn't has never had those raids it, and i think that's a, a completely fine choice for them to not do those style of raids now it doesn't have them now i will say this I am okay with how they have their rating system to a point. I think that I think a lot of people, and I'm not the only one because we've heard it at FanFest. People do really enjoy the Alliance raids. Now, I don't think that the Alliance, I think that if you could organize Alliance, like especially with the cross server stuff, if you could organize a better group of people to do Alliance raids or even do like if you have a FC large enough to do it yourself. I don't see why you couldn't do alliance raids with a large group and make that like something better because I think that like me tra- like us traversing and doing like I enjoy that like I think the, uh, what, what was it the um, not Lost City although I love Mock and I love the Osma fight but I think I, that whole that whole all of them all three of them were fantastic I think I, I had a blast doing that I would love doing those raids more than I did like Alexander. <laughs> 
so I'll address Paul's comment that they did and they did the 24 man raids, but I disagree with that. Even though there are 24 people involved in those raids, they are nothing like a 24 person raid in WoW, EverQuest 2, Rift, Guild Wars 2. They are a completely different thing that just happens to be called a raid as well. Like I do not think that any raid in Final Fantasy matches well with raiding in most other games. Parts of them, yes. Like I find that a single boss in a Savage Raid could probably link to a single boss in a lot of other games, but not on the full scale of a massive open world, or not open world, but open raid zone like uh, certain games do. And on that note as well, like I don't think having... I, you said that if you could actually get 24 people together and do an alliance raid, I don't think that that's as possible anymore, right? Like Even now you look with a lot of WoW content, they're moving towards the 12 or 10 person uh, well, stuff. And they're moving towards less and less people because trying to get 24 people together is really, really hard. And I remember even now, like what is it, seven or eight years ago when I was last leading raids, we rarely had a night with more than 16 people that we could actually field a full raid force on. I would say, all right, let me, how do I put this? Yes and no, right? So like what WoW started doing was people in Warcraft wanted hard difficulty, but they wanted it to be on a scale that they could actually do some hard difficulty. So what they did is they, WoW started experimenting with different things. So, uh, and just in case you've never played Warcraft, I'll, I'll go through those systems really quick. Now, I'm not, are these systems viable? I don't think necessarily for Final Fantasy just because of how our setup is. Um, so they have flux rating, first of all. So for your, all right, well, first of all, they have LFR looking for raid, which is essentially, how do I, uh, I guess it's our normal version is that LFR is their, like their normal. It's the easiest form of the content. So if you just wanted to see the raid story, you would do LFR. It still comes with a tier of raiding gear. Is it hard? No. Is it random? You could just pug. You just go in there with a random group of people. You just run through the bosses. It's fairly easy. If that's if you just wanted to see a story, or even use it as a a step to get gear, or just need you to to do normal, you can do that. Now normal is where it begins. You have your flex rating. Normal in and hard. So you can do anywhere between 10 to 25 people, anywhere in between. So you can bring 11. So if you have 11 people in your guild that night and you want to run uh, a raid, you can bring 11 people. That's how their system works. It, it works on an incremental thing. So it's like, all right, uh, I don't remember the numbers. It's like for every so many people, then it starts going like, all right, it's going to add this much health and this much more damage to the boss. But since you're, you can bring, you know, 15 people in, it doesn't matter because it could be like, all right, so now we have uh, three five man groups. So we're always going to have a healer, three DPS and, you know, three tanks. Or you can sub sub a tank out. You can do two tanks and have an extra healer or have an extra DPS. Like you could set it up however you want. Um, and then it, it's beneficial. But you can also have 13 people, 15, 17 people. It doesn't matter. Like it, it's going to the, the raids will adjust according to the group of people up to 25. Mythic is your hardest form of raiding content in that game, um, and that's where you're going to have like your extra boss or your or your your guaranteed mount drop at the end. Uh, the best tier of gear is going to come from that, and it's 20 people. That's it, and you need 20 people to do that content. There's no Mythic 10, uh, and I could be misspeaking, Paul. If I'm wrong, let me know. I, I haven't raided in since I didn't do it in Warlords. Maybe miss. I did a little bit of raiding in this before I like was out 
So if something changed, let me know. I know you've uh, I know you've played. Uh, I think you've played Legion. I think you may have raided in Legion, but let me know. Um, but I know for sure that Mythic is the hardest version. Now, what they did on the flop side of that, as I mean, speaking of dungeons, is that they added the Keystone Mythic system in dungeons, where it's five player content, and so you get a Mythic key, and you do this one raid, and it's got a uh, boon or buff or whatever to the like. All right, so when you go in, it's like all right, so. You're going to go in. It's going to be a little bit harder. The mobs are going to hit harder, but also the mobs explode and do extra damage all of a sudden <laughs> when you kill them. So it's these modifiers to the dungeon. And, and you and if you beat one, you keep going and it gets harder and harder until you get to a point. Now, the higher you go, like I think it's like every five, your loot, the guaranteed loot drop you're going to get is going to get better. So if you're up to like 15, 20, your eye level is going to go up. You may you may get a chance at a legendary item. It's going to be a higher tier and you can get raid level gear at a five-man group level. Is that something that Final Fantasy could do? Absolutely. You could do hard, those crazy-ass hard dungeons, or you could do this thing where it's like, all right, well, we're going to put modifiers in a, a dungeon error, and then, like, that would make small group content that is viable for everybody to do, that gives you gear that is capable of getting you into the raids or capable of you keeping up with everybody else. That isn't just me farming tomes or anything like that. Uh, but that's our system. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the smaller stuff makes sense. I don't, but I think that really doing even over 12 people over 10, 15 people is almost impossible at this point to try to not only organize and get that many people together and following the same strategies, but, uh, particularly like, yeah, even just getting that group together is almost impossible at this day. I agree. I mean, like, WoW experimented with, car, like, the redo of Karzon, which they turned a raid into a five-man, I think, I can't remember what they called it. I don't know, I don't want to say super dungeon, but it was hard, it was harder than a dungeon, like, it's hard, it was like a mini raid, essentially, like, it was a five-person raid. Yeah, and, like, it, taking content and shrinking it down for smaller groups, that, I think, is great. Like, that would be a really good design. It's when you design content for those 15, 20, 24 people uh, groups, it's just it becomes too much trying to manage at once. I don't get me wrong. I agree. I think if we had a flex system in place, that'd be different. But we don't have that. Like that's to me, that would be the only way to get alliance raids to be a thing that is viable. If we could do anywhere between the, I don't know where, what number you'd start off. I guess with eight, eight, eight to twenty-four, um, would be your 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 span. And then if they could like adjust accordingly, um, I'd be okay with that. So it's a little bit harder, I think, with this one, particularly because we have very specific group makeups and they tune everything for those specific group yeah. makeups. So it, it does become a lot harder. You're right. Uh, but we're also supposed to get uh, Savage Alliance content. I'm not sure what that is. I know it's supposed to be just one boss. You go in and get out. So I don't know what that entails. I don't know if it's eight people. I don't know if it's 24 people going in and trying to do it. I don't we do not know what that is yet. Um, to me, I think when we saw, um, God, what was his name? Uh, <laughs> we played it at uh, FanFest. I just don't remember the name of the boss. Ultima? Yes, uh, Ultima. Um, if Ultima, like, oh, when we did it at FanFest, I thought that was way better than what we got at, like, at the end. Um, to me, I felt like it was more, now it could have been on the, the fact that we had, like, we weren't used to that setup and we didn't copy our setups here. Um, which by the way, next time I go, I'm 
making sure I'll listen. I'll even like I'll sneak a thumbstick in with my fucking my character information and plug it into this. Can't do that on the PS4. I'll find a PC. They have PCs there too. I'll find find the PC. They did. We weren't on them. We weren't. We knew better. We should have gotten the PC one. So I don't know. I, I raids raids are a tricky subject. Raids are so tricky because I. I, I just want to see more cool things, and I like I like big expanding things. So I guess I'll just have to go do alliance raids. Anyway, uh, let's finish the rest. Uh, we'll finish uh, the show here. We've been going for a while again. Uh, this is from Thalidus. Uh Great show last week. This is two weeks ago. A great show uh, two weeks ago. I'm sending you uh, some ideas for improving Final Fantasy 14 or how to get more activity in the FC. Uh, well, number one, hold organized weekly events, raids, maps, Ixion hunts, etc. Um, that's not a bad idea. It, we've talked about that. It's it's. Yet again, it's a getting prob- the, the people. People, it's the people. Now, are certain things viable? Yes, uh, the maps are totally viable. You can do what is it, th- three to eight, three to eight people on those. You need yep. at least three, so totally viable with that. Um, Ixion, that is, that's unfortunately, <laughs> uh, that depends. Now with, can you get a bunch of people together and go between the zones and say, all right, Ixion's up on this one? Yes. Um, but it's hard to predict when XM will actually be up. So, um, hunts is different. Hunts is something you can do. Uh, if you wanted to get a group together and do hunts and go and try to do those, uh, rating is also something you could set up, uh, as for Again, you're at the mercy of people. Yes. And it's really hunts aren't hunts really not like you can get people together and like random people will show up for hunts, but same for Ixian. Uh, it's really that yeah, we're at the mercy of people now if we were okay with pugging the other whatever we had like hey we're going to meet up Tuesdays and raid but it doesn't matter how many people show up and we'll just pug the rest that's a different story um, number two run new people through MSQ dungeons or help DPS get out 30 minute queues uh, yeah that's just generally being nice I, we, you know I usually if anybody needs help we'll ask um, try not to be dick uh, so <laughs> Most people are usually like, and especially at RFC, most people are fine. Like they're usually grouped up together. If, if I know somebody's like having a rough time with like a boss or something like that, I'm like, hey, yo, you need me to tank? What's going on there? The problem is I only have one thing t- level, and it's my tank. So if somebody else is like, I'm a tank and I'm having trouble, I'm like, well, you're fucked because <laughs> that's all I got. I'm sorry. Um, it's true. It, it's happened a few times. It has. It's, We've also two tanks, dungeons, and stuff though. Yeah, we have. Don't think I can't do that because I will. Hold an FC party in game. People get in Discord, talk, social hour, and FC. That's not a bad idea. Honestly, that's really not. Uh, it's yet again, people. Like, I don't want to show. Like, listen, like real parties, I don't want to throw a party and like nobody show up. Then I'm just like, now I'm just left. It's just me with a six foot party sub. And like, I think something like that is a lot harder. I don't think you can really organize that so much. Uh, it tends to happen more organically, I think. Um, the last time I remember this was when we had a couple FC mates who had a wedding and a bunch of us just kind of chilled in there for a couple hours and we're just hanging out. Um, <laughs> but I don't think this is something that you can kind of just say like, Hey, we're going to go and we're just going to chat and kill time right now. Now, if we were to do something like this, I would say like, if we were to organize a community event based around our FC on the server, that would be something different. Like I could say like everybody on the server is welcome to come out and join Maelstrom rate, like our guru to gang out on, um, uh, over by the beach for the fireworks and, uh, Moonfire fair event. will be everybody on the server is welcome to come meet us out there. That's a different story. I could see that happening where it's more open. 
um, and you can have the FC come out, or uh, I'm sorry, you can have the FC, it could be an FC event for the whole community in the server, and that has worked, and that, I see other uh, people on Twitter and other, from other uh, shows, like Luna Vox did it with uh, her on Hyperion, uh, what? <laughs> I shouldn't ask, I should, I should never look, uh, so it, it's stuff like that. Uh, now are people welcome? Like if we do that and people are, yeah, we'll let people in on, we have a public, our, our server's public. So people are welcome to come in here and hang out there. You know, we don't, we don't care. Um, go glamor hunting, run content and get one glamor items. Uh, this probably goes in the same vein as the, uh, mount runs. MSQ stuff. Um, yeah. That's like, really that's, I want an item, whether it's for glamor, whether it's for gear, cause I'm not geared or cause I want it. Yeah. I get it. Same with mounts, yeah. It's uh, the, the fox hunt. It's probably up there with Ixian. Uh, the unfortunately, the fox is a you got to know the timing and like if it already hit, popped on our server, then it's like you go and do it. Now, can you just go do the fox fates and just hope? Sure. I think this also kind of goes with the next one, which is fate parties. Yeah. Um, a lot of us have PTSD from <laughs> trying to do the relic quest last time, the anima quests. So um, fates are a little bit of a pain, but yeah, you could get a group to go and do it. But I think, again, this a lot of these things are things that you can do as an FC, but I don't know if it's necessarily something that you organize uh, in advance. It's something like you would go and be like, hey, does anyone want to run some fates? Hey, does anyone want to run this dungeon? I want this piece of gear. Hey, do you want to come help me with this quest, or can you help me kill this boss? Bro, I have PTSD from fucking Yokai Watch. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> so many issues with fates. Uh, run, uh, run mount, uh, mount quests. Um, the are there mount quests that I don't know about? I mean, there's a white mage one, but I don't think there's actual mount quests, right? There are mount drop. I think I think what he meant is like the primal. There's the egg. That was the seasonal event. Yeah, that's... like a lot of the seasonal ones have mounts. Yeah, but yeah, I I he had yeah, he had, them... he had to meet primals. He had to have meant the primals. He had to have like yeah, extreme. I, yeah, um, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, let's say if we wanted to do a part uh, PvP PvP mount boys. I got mine already. I got all three of them. So. You know, get on get on my fucking level. <laughs> uh, I would say if you're gonna do the X primal, if you're gonna do the EX primals, to me, uh, I would say during closer to like the end of the expansion is probably when you want to go do that stuff. Now, to me, you could probably do like a midway point, like after four point one, you could probably say, all right, well, we're gonna concentrate in running the EX. Of 2.0 and get everybody get their ponies and then unlock uh the uh can't remember the hell that mount is the ichiban mount i think so something i don't remember it's the weird horse golden horse uh and then like closer to 4.3 at the end near that one like kind of like every other odd one set up and then be like all right we're gonna go farm burbs and do burb farms and, and, and even with that, like you can run even the current content to get the mounts and but if you wanted to pace still it, are running them. But if you wanted to pace it where it was like, all right, let's not slam. But you can't really even pace it, right? Like 
you're pacing the content now for 4.0, but as soon as 5.0 comes out, you're done all of the content and you can't pace it anymore, right? So yeah. there is a limit to what you can pace. Yeah. I don't know why the word pace and became really funny all of a sudden, but it did. I think these next couple ones too, like dungeon parties, gearing FC members to run Savage and running FC members who still need to con unlock content. I think that kind of falls into a lot of these ones above, like finishing MSQ dungeons or... Uh, just getting gear or stuff like that like it, it's things that you can do as nfc but not necessarily um organize a specific fc events per se and yeah i, I have seen this um while we were like in the fc if someone needs something they'll be like hey i need to run this can you help me and people will be like yeah let's do this uh well, like, don't get but me wrong. in terms of like specific organized content that's a lot harder to try to do and and to, uh, get people involved with like and don't get me wrong like it, when it's coming closer to the end of an expansion like a lot of people check out now but my problem is what i'm seeing is that people have already started checking out <laughs> unfortunately um and i've seen it on twitter like scarlet had made a point of saying uh i have issues like like the 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 honeymoon's over and i'm starting to see a lot of issues that weren't changed like i feel like this is just a continuation of heaven's word um and it, it is a little bit like there were some new stuff but there wasn't a lot of new stuff it was new story it was new dungeons but there wasn't a lot of quality of life new quality of life there wasn't a lot of new content excuse me outside of the uh outside of the msq outside of the dungeons and the primals uh which don't get me wrong that's plenty of a lot that's a lot of content but there was no no new there's no new shiny gem for us to go do to keep us involved. Uh, like there wasn't like a oh hey there's a palace of the dead or hey um, there was X or hey there was this. Now this to be fair we grinded through like 20, 30 hours of content in a few days, but sure, that's a different sure did. story. Yeah, that we sure did. Um, now is that on us? Probably, uh, uh, but. To be fair, like even running like to me to even like running like looking at the tome hike that I had to get to go get gear, like if they would have said, hey, the tomes you're going to be able to get are, are at the same level that Heaven's Word was at or like I, I don't know if they, they did they bump up the Heaven's Word tomes at some point. Like, I don't remember it being this bad. They did. Yeah. All right. Well, they need they need to keep that fucking system because well, it, it's, it's pretty much the same. Like when I was looking at the costs and the way that you acquire stuff, it seems to be about the same difficulty as before. I know, and I've already told like, hey, run the last two dungeons, and you'll get enough like a day and a half. For, and I would say, particularly if I remember the last time that we were on those steps, you never geared up until we started getting uh, more stuff, like more tomes per dungeon yeah. runs and such. Yeah. Because I was already fully geared by that point, or mostly geared at that point, and you guys were just starting. Yeah, and then I caught up pretty quick. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> right. So it was fun. Yeah, this is this is the normal, this is the, the tick of everything, and everything goes, and it's really expensive. Then we get the talk, and everything but, kind of becomes less expensive, and you're preparing for the next phase where it gets yeah. expensive again. Can I also say that a lot of this fucking gear is gross and ugly? Like, it's fucking bad. Like, I don't like any of the designs, none of it. Like, my AF gear was fantastic, I, but I don't know what happened. I don't know. They're like, hey, Glamour's trend game. Well, why does everything look like poop? <laughs> Every dude, everything. Because you can glamour it. Uh, dude, I don't. But no, there's no love. 
Nothing like the the Omega regular gear looks like shit. I look like a brown poop samurai. I don't like that. Nobody wants to look like a brown poop samurai. I haven't looked. Yeah, I was gonna say for once, I absolutely love the healer gear because you don't that looks, just have like dress. That looks decent. But you know what though? I have to say the tome gear for the tanks looks fantastic. I don't know why the tank gear looks so fucking good. It looks better than now. I haven't seen Savage gear. I mean, maybe I need to go peek over at the Savage gear. Maybe it looks better. I don't know. But the tank gear looks fine. Kind of, yeah, the creation tank gear is boss. It is so fucking good. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> that gear is good. But a lot of the other gears now are no good. But my problem, yeah, yet again, my problem lies with me having like to go do this tome farm to get this gear. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I got, I got a lot of issues. <laughs> got a lot of problems. <laughs> got a lot of problems with it. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like other, other MMOs are offering be like more ways to get gear than just this grind and because right now the grind is wearing people thin specifically my co-host and um and me too like honestly I'm i haven't like, ground uh, well, i've no, not done any grinding you haven't but do you do you have the urge to do you have the need or want no but that's also not because of the grind so much mm, is it it is i haven't run the content enough to be tired of it. He's, I've done most of these dungeons only once. You, that's true. He's, he's not lying there. You're not. But I have. I've done it more than once. I'm just like... Uh. I do like Kugane Castle, though. That's fun. Because I like Yojimbo. Actually, we... Fuck it. Meet Tome Gear looks sexy and high-end. The Savage Gear, I got some smell old Sam Gear. Fuck you, Essie. <laughs> Paul Metal and chat, everybody. Uh, all right, well, that's all I really got. Listen, Th Thalidus, uh, I, I want to thank you for the email. Um, it's it's hard. Like, it, like It's not that I don't want to run, and I'm going to say this as an FC leader. Like It's hard for me to sit down and say, all right, I want to plan these things out because I've planned things out in the past. And I've had people not show up for things and I've had people show up for other things like maps. Maps gets people excited. If I say, hey, we're going to run a co-op. I don't know what it is. Fucking all of a sudden I got members coming out of the woodworks for fucking the Quapolis. And I know why a Quapolis has the the off chance of getting everybody loot and minions and like, like the you get money. There's a chance that we may not make it to the southern floor like there. There's a like we're all like, especially if we have a certain FC member opening doors and watching him freak out as he has his like conniption fit over like not picking the right one, which is fantastic. Um, I I like that. I want more of that. Like we need to. It's that content that I want. Um, have I been and I've been deep into PvP recently? Something I didn't think would be possible in this game. I, I've been doing the feast and I want to try to at least get to silver. This you know I don't even want to get for diamond. At least want to get silver. Now I will say this: um, as a tank, uh, we didn't talk about PvP. I'm just going to touch on this real quick on the feast thing, and then we're out of here. Uh, I don't like. Listen, I understand why we don't. You can't group group up as a group, but I don't like that. I don't like it, and I and I understand why people. You don't want people to do it, but can I explain that? Like having no communication with a group or party outside those buttons is a pain in the ass because you're like fall back, fall back. Fall back. You're slamming the fallback button. You can't hit it fast enough. They have a, like a, a little timer on them, 
Like, oh, they have a fu- their own fucking cooldown before you can keep hitting them. And nobody's listening, and you're getting, you're dying. And you're like, listen, we're ahead of the game right now. If we fall back and let them come to a choke point, we'll be able to take them out because they're dumb. And you, you, bro, fucking thank you for Pick healing me. PvP is terrible. Uh, just, I, it hurts. It hurts because I know I'm, I, as a, like, I know when I make a mistake, I get, I get down on myself, but like, I don't know, but there's like a bunch of other things. Like I, I got into a match with Denmo or a, aka McStronghuge, uh, the content creator slash YouTube. He's on the primal and he does PVP there and he was my healer and he, he asked me to DC'd and that fucked us because <laughs> when he DC'd and he appalled, like I, I took a picture and I sent it to him like, hey, bro. It's like, hey, I'm like, hey, hot shot. <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry for the DC. I'm like, I don't, I, me, I don't give a shit. DC's happen. I've been DC in PVP, so I don't, I don't harp on people for it. I just thought it was funny that I saw him. And he's just as, he doesn't say anything. He can't, cause he, I was like, I wanted to message him, but you can't chat in fucking PVP. So I find inherent problems with PVP. I'm just saying. Anyway, that's it. I think that's all we got. I, I mean, we can't really improve the game. I mean, can we make more. Here's the thing. Uh, let me end it like this. There are we can't continue to allow FC to make concessions for things if they're not going to be able to deliver the content that they're promising. So the new content that they're promising really needs to deliver. It really needs to drive home the fact that people are spending their money to see better and new content in this game. Um, are there things that we want to see them doing? Yes, and we they should be doing. I, I think they should take those risks. If they're willing to take risks on new content, absolutely. But if we get stuff like Vermi- Verminion again, I can't I can't handle that. My heart can't handle that. Um, because I think they're better than that. I, th- I know they're better than that. If they if they can savage, salvage a 1.0 and bring out a 2.0 and, and make it a popular MMO, successful MMO, you have 10 million people that have tr- at least touched this game. I'm not going to say that's how many players we have, but at least touched this game. That's an impressive number of people playing your game, or at least have touched and tried your game, because that includes like trial accounts. And that's an impressive number. That's not something to, 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 you know, like that, sh- that should engage you, may should drive you to make people want to c- keep growing that number. Um, you know, here on the show, we say don't rest on our laurels. Like keep you keep trying to do exciting new things. And I think that if Yoshi P has the uh, you know the cojones <laughs> that I think he has, um, I hope that he has a lot of good ideas. And I'm 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 excited. I do want to see them. Um, fucking what the hell? Toxic PvP bully them? What? No, I wasn't. P- Wait, hold on. I wasn't. I wasn't. Don't, bull- don't read the chat. I wasn't bullied in PvP, Paul. Let's not get that. Let's get that out of the way. Um, but I think you can do it. Like I think I know you can do it, right? Like I I know that this dev team can. If Bardem Metal is what we can s- expect from future dungeons, then I know they have the ability to create great content and new content that's interesting. And especially when they start making statements like PvP, or I'm sorry new content in this game that has never been seen in an MMO before, show me. I am a, don't tell me, show me. Show me that my $14.99 is going towards badass content. Because that's what I want to see. If anything, show me that it's going to something that's going to engage my my FC, that's going to engage the players and and, and have this log back in. Because um, it, it, it's, it's hard to see like two months, what are we at now, three, almost three months into an expansion? 
Um, and we know October is probably going to be around the time where you're going to do your uh, your 4.1. And, you know, it's hard. It's hard. It hurts. And it's hard to see people be like checking out already and being like, all right, well, see ya. <laughs> see, it's a 4.1. Um, because I think that you guys are better than that. I, I know you're better than that. And I think there's a lot of stuff that you guys could be doing uh, that other MMOs aren't and are doing already. Um, doesn't mean we love you any less. You know, Shin and I, are we do this show every week. So clearly, you know, we love something about this game that we show up and do this every week. And episode 50, don't forget, is next week. We'll let you guys know on the Twitters and we'll tweet it out and Facebooks and we'll do we'll put it everywhere so you guys know uh, to come join us. Uh, if you're new and you're listening live here, follow give us a follow um, so you know when we go live. Um, I stream during the week um, and also the show goes live. Episode 50 is going to be a call-in episode. We'll have the Discord information. We'll have a little bullpen in there for you guys to hang out. Um, we'll pull in people one at a time. You could talk about us. You could talk about the show. You could talk about Final Fantasy fourteen. You can talk about your experience. If you met us at FanFest, you want to talk about whatever you want to talk about. I look at it like this. You've heard us for 49 episodes. We want to hear your story. I think it's going to be far more interesting than hearing from us for a 50th episode. <laughs> We're far more interested in you guys, I think, <laughs> at this point. We want to know who's out there and listening. <laughs> so um, I have a feeling I know might know who called. Also, don't forget, there's going to be a game. There's going to be prizes. We're going to give shit away. Like, don't Don't worry. We're going to hook it up. It's our 50th anniversary, but we're going to make sure that you're all loved and taken care of. Uh, so, as always, you can find us on the <clears throat> here weekly, usually 8 p.m. Eastern on Mondays. But since we had Internet issues this past week, uh, we did a show tonight. But Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play and uh, Google Play and Stitcher. Uh, you can find us on maelstromradio.com. You can f- email us at show at maelstromradio.com. Just like Thalys did, you can send us an email. So if you want to send us an email, if you can't be here live and call in and you do want to send us an email uh, for our 50th show, send it at show at maelstromradio.com. Listen, if you want to record something and send an MP3 to us, do it. I have the ability to load that up and play that. So don't think I can't do that. If you want to send us in something like that, you're absolutely welcome to. I will load it up and play it you want to send us in the theme song go ahead i'll play it on the show whatever you want to do no guarantees that he won't edit it beforehand i will not edit listen if you well if i if i gotta clean your audio i will but i won't i won't edit anything out of it um and then you can find us on twitter.com forward slash uh at or just at maelstrom radio and you can find us on uh facebook at forward slash talk Facebook.com forward slash Maelstrom Radio and then uh, here at Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Maelstrom Radio. Uh, Paul said he's already going to call in. Was this Monday shit? I need to go to work. Going to go fast. No, well, maybe. Um, I got nothing else, really. Uh, I I don't normally, yet again, I, I, I'm not going to talk politics on the show. I never will. Um, and I, I said if I use my, my show for anything, it's a platform for things. But I will say this. Uh just be kind to your fellow human (laughs) just be a kind person there's a lot of hate in this world and we don't need more of it uh i'd rather this show be a foreground and based on love and love of this game and the community and the other people we shouldn't i have fun doing this uh we promote having fun within our audience um we allow you guys to have a voice we don't restrict you shouldn't i make a lot of jokes 
Um, and if you're out there and you're listening to this and you were in Charlottesville, you were affected by it, if you knew somebody that got hurt while you're out there and you use this as your escape from that, you know, our thoughts, our thoughts are with you, but don't, don't take that animosity and put it out in the world, you know, take that in, deal with it, but lead with your heart, lead with love. It's too much shit out there. <laughs> it sucks. I hate the, I hate looking at the news. So, uh, like my grandfather, uh, I don't want to get too personal, but my grandfather was told the other day that, uh, he should go back home. And, uh, my grandfather came to this country from Cuba to give, uh, us, his family, a better life. And, uh, he didn't get mad at the guy. He didn't do any, he just ignored him. And I asked him why. And he said, because, uh, hate takes up too much time and life is short and life should be just love and having a good time. So Maelstrom Radio is about love and having a good time, and we appreciate all of you out there. Uh, Shin, do you have anything else for this show? I've got nothing else. All right. I'm going to go ahead and do one of these and do one of those. Get us out of here. All right. Oh, wait, they probably can't. Well, they can kind of hear the music. I'm going to go do one of these. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to Mello, uh, to Mello, who was on our show a couple episodes ago. That was episode 48. Uh, he just released Midnight Broadcast Volume 2. You can go check that out on 2Mello.net. Uh, the album, I, I will be streaming all of his music this week, including that album. The album is fantastic. If you like lo-fi, chill hip-hop, and just music beats without rap on it, go check that album out. Um... Thank you all again for supporting us, and I can't wait to see you at episode 50. Oh, and what was that thing that we always say here? Till C swallows all, keep listening? That sounds about right. Keep doing that. Maelstrom Radio is a production of MaelstromRadio.com, Blackfire Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening theme provided by Benjamin Anthony James. You can find more of their music over at soundcloud.com forward slash ben773. Our outro is provided by Sodo. You can find more of their music over at soundcloud.com forward slash Sodo. Views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of Maelstrom Radio and their hosts, and do not reflect the views and opinions of Square Enix. And until C swallows all, keep listening.